0: Hello everyone, this is Attack the Backlog, the podcast where I, Marcus Nez, tries to make a dent in their backlog one game at a time. This episode is all about a way out, a cooperative game about a couple of guys who break out of prison in order to get revenge against a Tony montagna wannabe The game is unique in that it's almost always in split-screen whether playing locally or online which at times can get a little Confusing but I'll get to that later a way out originally came out on March 23rd 2018 for PC PS4 and Xbox one and is the follow-up to Joseph Ferris and Hazelight Studios first game brothers a tale of Two Sons which is also a cooperative game, but a single-player cooperative game. That may not make any sense, but if your interest is piqued, I highly recommend checking out Brothers. It has one of the most powerful endings in gaming history. Anyway... This is the first time I've played a cooperative game for Attack the Backlog. I've considered other games like one of the Halos or one of the Sniper Elite slash Nazi Zombie games, but I ended up playing A Way Out first, which makes sense since it's a cooperative only game and can't be played solo. And that's the thing about A Way Out. It is very much so a cooperative game. A game that's enjoyment comes from who you're playing with and not so much what you're actually doing. As a game, A Way Out is okay at best. As a cooperative experience, A Way Out was some of the most fun I've had with a game in years, all because it was an experience I shared with one of my best friends. And that's not to say what you're doing in-game is bad or unenjoyable, but as a game, as a third-person action-adventure game, it doesn't control particularly well, and a lot of what you're doing isn't exciting on its own, in fact, some of the most exciting sequences are only exciting because the cinematography is incredible. I can't stress enough just how good the camera work is in this game, from the way it moves between the two characters during chase scenes, to the way one side of the screen will shrink to emphasize what's happening with one character, and so on. The cinematography turned otherwise average moments into exciting, sometimes ridiculous rides that me and my friends screamed and laughed through as if we were starving in our very own action movie. It's as if someone decided to make a bad boys game, but couldn't get the license to bad boys because, you know, what you gonna do, eh? Especially when they come for you. I mean, bad boys, bad boys, am I right? (sighs) And the reason why my mind went to bad boys is because some of the situations you find yourself in are so ridiculous and over the top that you can't help but think of your actions as being very Michael Bay-esque. At one point, you're being chased by an endless supply of cops who you have to take out with your unlimited ammo shotgun while your buddy is driving and trying not to run headfirst into oncoming traffic, which is kind of reminiscent of the highway chase in Bad Boys 2. Then there's the time when you're both on dirt bikes trying to escape from the very persistent cartel who have an unlimited supply of grenades to throw your way, or the surprisingly tense and thrilling scene where you and your buddy have to paddle down some racing rapids without damn in your boat too much some of these moments and ones not mentioned wouldn't have been exciting on their own but having someone with you is what elevates them watching my friend jump over my head on his dirt bike made me audibly gasp seeing my friend almost run into a semi-truck while we were getting chased by the cops just about gave me a heart attack and when one of the handful of twists happened a scene that followed quickly became very tense Tense because it was my friend on the other side and not just some AI character. But a way out isn't just intense sequence after intense sequence. There is plenty of downtime as well, where you can just relax and compete in the game of Kinect 4 or horseshoes. Or maybe you just want to hit a few balls where one player is the pitcher and one player is the batter. These little moments don't add much to the story being told, but they added to our story, the story me and my friend created while playing a way out. I don't think the games of Kinect 4 meant anything to the in-game characters, but after I beat my buddy twice in a row and then stood up before he could get his win by default during our third game, that's a memory we created. A memory only we have, and it's those kinds of experiences and moments that make a way out truly special. Is the story important, or should I say is the story good? Not particularly, but it does what it needs to do in order to keep you moving forward putting you in situations where you can make your own such memories. If you took the story on its own, it wouldn't be anything special and it wears its inspirations on its sleeve. From Shawshank Redemption to Scarface, and I'm realizing now that I'm probably sounding like a broken record at this point because I'm essentially saying the same thing over and over again. If you just look at A Way Out in the simplest of ways as a third-person action-adventure game with a story about revenge, it's nothing special, but it's all the small parts and how they come together that makes the game special. And that's not even the whole truth. The real truth is this, A Way Out is only as good as the person you're playing with. If you're playing with a stranger, if that's even possible, the experience will be a crapshoot. But if you're playing with a friend, and depending on how good of a friend they are, the experience will likely be one you won't soon forget. A Way Out is a game I love not because I love the game, but because I love the time I spent with my friend, and if that sounds like something something you'd like to experience as well. I can't recommend a way out highly enough. Anyway, that will do it for this here episode of Attack the Backlog. Once again, I am your host, Mark Kriznez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, PixelatedSausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Sausage podcast, and Unamazingly Baca, all of which are available on podcast services across the globe. If you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to the site, and if you see something you like, you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your I <laughs>